This is Holly Grimaldi Flores, and you are listening to Holograms, often inspiring, occasionally funny, and sometimes poignant tales to help you through the job of day-to-day living. It's about love, family, health, and community, a slice of life in 10 minutes or less. When my then 21-year-old daughter asked me if I was going to write about the 2015 attacks in Paris, my initial response was no. I tend to shy away from speaking about things I don't think I know very much about, but she suggested I simply write about how I felt about it, and maybe others felt the same. The tragedy took me back to my visit there in 1989. My first husband was, in the simplest terms, a roadie, who was hired to work with famed drummer Jonathan Moffat, who at the time was working for Elton John. They recorded Sleeping with the Past in Denmark and followed it with the Red Strikes Back tour. I went to visit when they were set to perform in France, spending a couple of weeks in the company of this enigmatic group. We first traveled from Paris to a performance in Lyon in the south of France by train, and I marveled at the French scenery. During that time in recent history, Parisians were collectively said to be rude to American tourists. They were said to be arrogant and did not like Americans, especially those who did not speak the native language. I did not find that to be the case. Following the performance in Lyon, we returned and spent a week in Paris. Because my future ex-husband worked, Elton was booked for a week of sold-out performances, most days were spent wandering the city alone or with other wives of crew members. I found the people to be kind and welcoming. It also happened to be Elton John's birthday, and I still smile remembering the 16,000-plus fans who filled the Barcy Arena as they spontaneously began singing Happy Birthday to the performer in English, as well as the thrill of attending a private celebration of his 42nd year with many of the rich and famous of the day. The city itself is completely beautiful. I walked down Champs-Élysées to the Arc de Triomphe and wandered through Notre Dame, managed public transportation to the Eiffel Tower, which was lit up in recognition of its 100th anniversary. It was mostly magical. I sat outside street cafes drinking espresso. I realized I was doing what many of those people who were executed were doing, simply enjoying a beverage or meal at an outdoor cafe, attending a concert at a public venue, enjoying a beautiful evening in Paris. How does one begin to feel safe again? In the early 1990s, IRA terrorists were bombing the underground in London with a frightening bit of regularity. I remember being concerned when we traveled there with my then-toddler son while on tour with another highly recognizable entertainer. It did not deter us. We did not change our behavior. It was merely something to think about, be outraged about, and to remember to be thankful for our relatively secure existence in what at the time seemed like an impenetrable America. Random violence on innocent lives is not new. I talk to my daughter about being safe as she becomes a world traveler and worry about my son who lives on the previously targeted island of Manhattan. I worry about our Navy recruit and what this could mean over the next six years of his enlistment. The truth is that this terrorism, where people are literally willing to blow themselves up for a cause, is not something I can protect them from. We can only continue to live our lives and not let fear stop us from exploring the world. I don't mean to sound naive. My daughter asked what I thought we could do to stop it or change it. I only offered what I believe. I believe we each have a duty to act locally. Mahatma Gandhi said, you must be the change you want to see in the world. There is little I can do to stop terrorism or to protect my family as they go about their day-to-day, meeting up in coffee shops or bars, going to sporting events or concerts, commuting on public transportation, any of these locales now seemingly a target for terrorists. According to the Department of Homeland Security, protecting the nation is a shared responsibility and everyone can contribute by staying informed and aware of the threats the country faces. 
Homeland Security starts with hometown security, and we all have a role to play. I choose to continue to live my life, to be kind, and to work on being the change I want to see. Many of these essays were previously published in the family Focus section of the Union newspaper, a division of Swift Communications. The podcasts are recorded at KNCO Studios, owned by Nevada County Broadcasters in Grass Valley, California.